0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, it's another Monday that's spawned us, so it's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast. We like to come on each and every Monday, give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so we're going back into our series, uh, Trusting God in Season and Out of Season. Trusting God in Season and Out of Season. This is week five of this particular series. And, uh, I hope that you all have been blessed by what we've had to share. I know we've been enjoying, uh, bringing it to you. And so, uh, for the next couple of weeks, um, two, maybe three weeks, and, and this may be the end of it. I don't know. Again, we just kind of go, uh, based on what the Lord tells us. I want to go to a place, um, in scripture, I'm going to be dealing with, uh, Psalms 106, Psalms 106. And we're going to pick some verses here and there as we go through, uh, at least for the next couple of weeks. But, Let me just give you a little bit of a background. Uh, Psalms 106 kind of deals with, uh, basically it deals with that wilderness experience of the children of Israel. And so again, as we go through the next couple of weeks with this, in this particular area of trusting God in season and out of season, um, we're familiar, those of us that are in the faith and those of us that that have done our Bible study, we're familiar with how the children of Israel were delivered out of the hands of their oppressor, out of the hands of Egypt. And so, again, I'm going to outline this because we talk about trusting God in season and out of season. 400 years of captivity for the children of Israel. And they come out in one night. Again, we we talk about this all the time. God delivered them in one night. Right. We you know, I've heard this phrase before. And uh, I mentioned it in in my book Overcoming Your Pharaoh. I don't know where it originated. Um, I know it didn't originate with me, but it's been said that it took uh, it took God. <laughs> when you think about all the years of wandering that they did, there was forty years of wandering in the wilderness, right? And it took God one night to get them out of Egypt, but it took him forty years to get Egypt out of them. You know, you know. So there was that wandering for forty years that the children of Israel did. But but we talk about trusting God in season and out of season. You think about 400 years in captivity and the legend being passed down from one generation to the next. God is going to deliver us. God is going to deliver us. Right. And so there were some people, no doubt, who lost faith. But there were some people who kept the faith. God is going to deliver us. Now, being in captivity is a difficult season. It's a tough season. It's a rough season, right? Being in bondage to anything is a difficult season in life. Many of us, uh, you know, we we we've been delivered. We, we were saved. We are saved. We we're, were delivered from sin. But some of us are still yet being delivered from other things. Believe it or not. Now let me start. Let me sidestep for a second here. You can be saved and still need deliverance from certain things in your life. Right. There are certain things that you're battling all the time. I'm prone to say that everybody dies working on something. There are no perfect, fleshly, perfect human beings here on this, on this earth. Everybody dies working on something. And when God delivers you from one thing, there's still something, something else that that's kind of in the system a lot of times that we still need to be delivered from. And so again, it, this deliverance, again, it's different from salvation, but this deliverance takes place over time, right? God has to pull you out of a place of bondage. While you're in this place of bondage, while you're in captivity, while you're bound, at some point you have to just trust that God is going to pull you out of it. You know, we we talk about this, you know, I, I hate to keep bringing up books, but we talk about this in the book, Where's My Change? Where I talked about the fact that we are creatures of habit and appetite. And there's some things that we have to be delivered from some things we have to say, Lord, take the taste of this away from me. You know, I'm still doing it because I like the way it tastes, right? It's not not always just a habit, but sometimes it's just in my system and I need to get it out. So anyway, we think about these children of Israel, though. You talk about trusting God in season and out of season. That's a rough season to be in bondage. It is a rough season for you and I to be in bondage to certain things in our life and need to be delivered from it, right? And so then we have to trust that God is going to come. When we think about the story of these children of Israel, then God shows up and he pulls them out of that place. As I said, in one night, God makes a change. And here we are. Let me fast forward here. I don't want to run out of time today. We we, we get to that place. We get to that Red Sea. Y'all know the story. You know your Bible. You might've watched the 10 commandments on Easter. (laughs) Amen. But I still suggest you get your Bible because some of that's Hollywood. It ain't accurate. But anyway, they crossed that Red Sea. Right. You, You talk about the seasons changing in their life. We come out of bondage. And now we're faced with the Red Sea. Red Sea in front of us. Pharaoh's army behind us. God parts the Red Sea. We get over on the other side of the sea. We're celebrating. We're singing songs of praise to God. We're in a different season now. But then we get into this wilderness place and God has to get some things out of us. Right. And he begins to feed us manna from heaven. Right. But we're not satisfied. We're not trusting God. We build an idol. God, we build a calf, build an idol. God, we're not trusting God. God has to move in in, in that, in that situation as well had to destroy some people. Right. But then even that, when we get, all the way through here, there's there's complaining and murmuring, because even as God is keeping us in this wilderness situation, really so we can grow up, really so that we can get some things off of us, we fail to trust God because now it's a different season. And we go so far as children of Israel as to say, listen, we would have been better off back there with Pharaoh. You brought us out here in the wilderness to die. We'd rather go back to the thing that God delivered us from. Rather than, watch this, trust God in the season that we can't quite understand, in the season of wilderness. And so, so so, this is what we're going to deal with. You know, that was quite an introduction there. This is what we're going to deal with over the next couple of weeks, is how, how the, the ebbs and flows of life goes. When you think about God pulling you out of bondage, but then placing you in the wilderness situation. Matter of fact, next week, I may pull something from my book, Going Through to Get Through, where we talked about that wilderness situation, where God pulls you out of a bondage place, but then he puts you in a wilderness place. And you have to trust him while you're in that place, because it's a new season, but it's a season that you don't quite understand. Psalms 106, again, I'm going to touch on a couple of verses this week, and then we'll dive a little deeper on next week. But Psalms 106 starts out by saying this. It says, praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. You all have heard that before, right? Because it's in a few Psalms. There's a couple of Psalms that you can find that phraseology in there. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all of his praise? That's verse two. I'm reading from the New King James Version, by the way. Blessed are those who keep justice and he who does righteousness at all times. Everybody sounds like they're in a good mood right now, right? Says in verse four, "Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. O visit me with your salvation, that I may see the benefits of your chosen ones; that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation; that I may glorify with your inheritance." Right. So, so, so everybody's just praising God right now. But then, then go down to verse 8. Again, I'm going to spend a little more time with this on next week. But I just kind of want you to get an overview of what we're talking about. Psalms 106, go down to verse 8. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake. God didn't pull you out so that you could stick your chest out. God didn't deliver you so that you can start thinking about your own stuff and your own might, right? Verse 8, one more time. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that his might, that he, that he might rather make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it dried up. So he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered up their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words and they sang his praise. Didn't I tell you when God did all of this, they sang his praise. Because at the Red Sea, I want y'all to get this. At the Red Sea, there was there was complaining. Before God told Moses, stretch out your hand, there was complaining. I, you lost your faith. You trusted God when you were coming out of Egypt. You trusted God when you were coming out of addiction. You trusted God when you were coming out of a bad relationship. You trusted God when you were going, uh, getting away from a bad job. You trusted God. I need you to get me out of the season, God. And then God pulls you out and he says, listen, there's a little holding pattern we're going to put you in right now. You're coming out of that season into a new season, but I want you to hang out right here for a second. And again, when they got to the Red Sea, there was complaining. God tells Moses, stretch out your hand. They walk across on dry land. We just saw that in the text, right? said he rebuked the Red Sea also, and it dried up. As I'm walking across on dry land, trusting God. I believe it because I'm in the middle of it right now. I believe you're going to do it, God, because I'm I'm standing in the middle of it right now. You parted the Red Sea, I'm walking across on dry land, so I trust you right now, God. And then I get on the other side of it, and I'm singing your praises because you brought me from the other side to this side. And then the waters came back and covered up all my enemies. Right. The Bible says there was not one of them left. And then in verse 12, one of Psalms 106, verse 12, then they believed his words. They sang his praise. But, but if you got your Bible, y'all, how soon we forget. The next verse, verse 13. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel. But lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness unto their soul. Y'all see what's going on here. When we talk about trusting God in season and out of season, the same God that brought you out of Egypt, And one night. Ended your suffering like that. Anybody can testify. Y'all can't speak back to me, but you might be hearing me. You might understand what I'm saying. Anybody can testify to struggling with something for a long time, battling something for a long time. And it seemed like in an instant, God just made it better. I know everything don't work that way. I know there's plenty of times where it takes some time. But somebody's got a testimony out there. I know I've got some testimonies that one day I just woke up and God just took the taste of that thing out of my mouth. God just moved that thing out of my life. God just shifted me into another direction and I was just better and I was just better from then on. So instantly God brings them out. Right. But then they they run into an obstacle on their way out. Red Sea. God makes it happen again. They get on the other side, they sing its praises. But now it ain't quite like what they wanted it to be. Now I want y'all to remember this. Let me let me let me sidestep here again. If you know the story of the children of Israel, they left Egypt rich. Pharaoh paid them to leave. Well, you, we hear the story about gold and calf, they didn't have no gold. So clearly they took the God the provision that God gave them coming out of captivity and they turned it into sin. They soon let's go back to Psalm 106. They soon forgot his works and did not watch this wait for his counsel. I, if I can leave y'all with, with this on today, again, I'm gonna try to get out of here in 20 minutes. I'm at about 14 right now. If I can leave y'all with this on today as we talk about trusting God in season and out of season. As this verse said, there's a couple of things you want to carry with you out of this week's uh, Monday morning discipleship. Don't be so quick to forget what he's done for you. And don't be so impatient that you cannot wait for his counsel. These two things I want you to think about. Don't be so quick that you forget what he's done. The Bible said they soon forgot his works. When it comes to us trusting God. When it comes to us keeping the faith, constantly believing that God is still in charge, that God is going to work it out. When it comes to that, y'all, it requires us, as I'm often sharing with you all, to reflect, reflect, remember what God has done for you. Years ago, there used to be a gospel song that says, don't forget to remember where all your blessings come from. Don't forget to remember It requires us to be reflective as Christians to remind us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's what we say all the time about this Bible. And I'm always telling people about this Bible. This Bible is a mirror, not a magnifying glass. What do I mean when I say that? Don't take the Bible and allow it to be a magnifying glass so that you can uh, examine other people's sins and their shortcomings, right? To look very closely at what they're doing wrong. Or even in our own cases, to look very closely at what we're doing wrong. But the Bible is a mirror. It is so that you can look and you can be reflective. I can see myself in this word, right? I can see how I can improve. I can see what God does, what what, what pleases God, rather. I can see how God uh, 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 is pleased at what, and is it reflected in me? And if it's not reflected in me, then I need to find a way to look in this mirror and say, I see myself and the places I need to improve or correct or change, if you will. Let me do that, right? So, So again, we have to be reflective in that sense, but also reflective in our mind and saying, reflect and think back and remember what God has done for you. And all of this lines up with faith and trust, because, listen, if I'm in a place where I'm unsure, again, as I talk about these children of Israel, if I'm in a place where I'm unsure, if I'm sitting in the wilderness and I'm saying, listen, I didn't leave Egypt to be in the wilderness. I I should not forget, as the Bible says, they soon forgot his works. I should not forget that it was not that long ago that I was in captivity. I'm in the wilderness right now. I may not be exactly where I want to be, but I'm not in captivity anymore. So I should not forget his works and sit back and think that if he can pull me out of captivity, then he got a plan for me in the wilderness too. So I ought to keep trusting God even in a season that I don't understand and, and understand this y'all understand this before I get to this last point and get out the way, understand this. We have to recognize the severity of our seasons, right? Listen, I'm in captivity, but then I come out and God puts me in a holding pattern. That's what I call the wilderness. I call it God's holding pattern. When God puts me in a holding pattern, I have to say, okay, let's weigh out the severity of these different seasons. Being in a holding pattern with God is much, much better than being in captivity under an oppressor. So 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 I got to be careful not to complain when God says, sit right here for a minute. Sit right here for a minute. I'm not going to take you to the promised land just yet because I, I want to get some things right in you so that you don't mishandle the promise. Right. But don't forget his works. And then the last thing and then I'm going to get out of here today. They soon forgot his works, and they did not wait for His counsel. If we're going to really trust God and keep our faith in God, we have to sit back and wait for his instruction, for his direction, for his counsel and trust and believe in what he says. As the Bible says, my mama's favorite Bible verse. Proverbs chapter three, verse five, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. So again, not only do I need to make sure that I don't forget what God has done for me. This helps you. This helps you in the way of trusting God. When you remember what he has done for you, I can trust you because you've got a track record with me, God. You've got history with me. You have done for me before. You have pulled me out before. This is why I need to trust you. Because you've done it before. And then wait for his counsel. Wait for God to tell you what to do. The benefit of wise counsel. I preached that once before from Psalms 1. The benefit of wise counsel. There is no counsel that's more wise than God. Wait for his counsel. Don't get ahead of yourself. Trust him. In whatever season you're in, trust him. We just came out of bondage, God. And I'm in the wilderness. I don't understand why I'm here, but I trust you, God. I'm leaning dependent on, I'm, I'm on you, because I'm leaning dependent on you because I'm here for a reason. You got me here for some reason. And so I just need to trust him in this moment. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more next week about Psalms 106. There's some other verses that I want to get to uh in this psalm uh so that we can dis- we can discuss how uh, discuss rather how we ought to be trusting God, even in them places where we don't, we're not comfortable, we're not understanding. And we'll share something with you from our book, Going Through to Get Through, as we talk about that wilderness situation and how we still have to trust God even in those moments. So uh we'll pick it up again on next week. So we, we pray that you all got something out of this week's Monday Morning Discipleship. That's all the time that we've got. Um, let me give you my tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that is find us at the Ministries website, that website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. Um, as always, we encourage you, if you'd like to pick up any of our written works, uh, we have mentioned quite a few books today, but all of them are there all 14 of them, Uh, you can check us out at the publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, if you have not done so already, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, share it with your friends and family. If you think it'll be a blessing to you, and we will definitely, definitely appreciate that from you. Again, that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. We I pray that you are uh, blessed by what we had to share as we talk about trusting God in season and out of season. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. And we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.